two, you are never alone, ever. And the third thing that I'm going to tell you today is this. Number three, you're going to win. You're going to win. Well, you can't guarantee that. I can guarantee a victory. Well, I don't know if you... I can, and I'm going to show you how. But look at this. Let's flip over to 2 Corinthians chapter 2. 2 Corinthians chapter 2. We can guarantee a victory. We can guarantee the W in your life on certain conditions. So look at this. 2 Corinthians chapter 2. Who's grateful for some good tidings today? Man, I love it. I am grateful for the good news, for the good tidings of Jesus. So we're talking about right now, you are going to win. Second Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14, the Apostle Paul writes this. I'm in the King James here, the good old King James. It says, now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ. He always and makes manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. But check this out. How often do we triumph when we're in Christ? Yeah, it's not a trick question. I'm going to try that again. Listen, how often will I triumph if I'm doing it in Christ? Always. We always triumph in Christ Jesus. Now, there's been times in my life when I've taken the L. There's been times in my life when I've taken a big fat loss. But I can tell you this much. There's never been a time that I've lost when I was doing things God's way, when I was in Christ Jesus doing it his way, I have won every single fight that I've been in, whether it be cancer, whether it be kid troubles, whether it be marriage troubles, whether it be church troubles, every single fight, every single attack from the devil that has come against me, I've won 100% of the time if I have been doing it God's way. Thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ. And so I'm asking you, in your situation that you're facing right now, are you handling this situation God's way? Or are you handling it your way? It's not a trick question. It's for you to answer. But whatever the struggle is, whatever the fight is that's coming against you, can you be honest and say, I'm, yeah, I'm doing this God's way, or are you trying to do it your way? Well, I know the Bible says this, but it makes a whole lot more sense if I would just do it this way over here. You have no guarantees for victory if you're doing things your way. You have a 100% chance of success if you'll do it God's way. Even if God's way doesn't make any sense to your mind, you've got to get it in your heart. And if God's word says, no, you do it this way, you do it that way. And you will win every single time. We always triumph in Christ Jesus. I remember when I was three and I had leukemia and I was in the hospital. And, and, and my parents, they were not messing around. They knew this boy's getting out of this hospital. He will walk out of here. He's healed in the name of Jesus, but we're going to do it God's way. And so I, I, you know, I was a little guy, I was three and a half, but I remember people would come, they would drive to Indianapolis to come see me in the children's hospital, people coming in with tears and crying and feeling so sorry for poor little baby David. And my parents would say, we love you. Thank you for coming. Uh, you can't come in. <laughs> uh, 
I'm like, well, that's rude. They came in to, to give their, you know, condolences and to give their mercy and their pity. I didn't need condolences and mercy and pity. I needed faith that Jesus was going to heal me. Amen. And so, listen, if you're in a bad spot, you better get real serious right now and do things God's way. And if you need healing, you better surround yourself with people of faith, not people of pity. You better surround yourself with the word of God, not all the news and all the facts and WebMD and Google. You better surround yourself by faith. And when I was there as a little kid, not doing well in the hospital, I was surrounded by faith. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Fear was not allowed in to the room. And I'm telling you, in your life, whatever it is you've got going on, you better make a decision today. Fear is not allowed into this house. Fear ain't allowed. You are not allowed to come in here with doubt. You're not allowed to come in here with fear. I would fight fear out of my house harder than I would fight a disease. I would fight it harder than I'd, than I'd fight a burglar coming into my house. Fear can do more damage to you than a thief can. Fear can do more damage to you than some stupid, wicked person. Fear can jack your life up. You fight that devil. You fight that fear and keep it out of your house in the name of Jesus. And because Jesus was born, I don't have to be afraid anymore because I am never, ever alone. And I win every fight that I find myself in because of how good Jesus is. And I do things his way. Can I get an amen today? I'm going to look at one final story, all right? I know I'm pushing my time limit here, but I got one more story, and it's beautiful because it's going to prove every point that I've made today. I want you to look at Daniel chapter 3 real quick. Well, now I know this isn't a Christmas story. This is Daniel. Jesus wasn't even in the book of Daniel. Jesus was in the book of Daniel. Daniel chapter 3. Daniel chapter 3. Amen. And so I'm going to look here at uh, the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And what this is, is we've got the people of Judah, all right? Israel had been split in. They they had a little falling out. So you had Israel split into two. The northern uh, portion of Israel uh, stayed Israel. The southern portion became Judah. And then the Assyrians overtook the northern region, and the Babylonians overtook the people of Judah. And so they were in a bad spot. But here we are in Daniel chapter 3, and the people of Judah, the Jewish people, they were captive to the Babylonians, and the king is this crazy, crazy man named Nebuchadnezzar. And he says, hey, I don't care what your beliefs are. I don't care what your religion is. I'm, I built this 90-foot-tall statue. Every time my band plays the music, you've got to bow down to the statue. I don't care if you want to or not. Everybody has to do it. Nobody's exempt. And you'd think that out of some of these people, somebody would have some guts to stand up, but nobody did. Everybody complied and bowed down and did exactly what they were told to do, because if you didn't do it, they'd throw you into the fire. And so everybody, they're like, I don't want to do this, but I'll bow down. And everybody was just going along with it. Nobody stood up until these three young men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And so they're like, we ain't bowing down to that thing. You can kill us. We will not bow down, no matter what. And so Daniel chapter 3, starting at verse 23, it says, So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, securely tied, fell into the roaring flames. 
But suddenly, Nebuchadnezzar jumped up in amazement and exclaimed to his advisors, Wait, didn't we tie up three men and throw them into the furnace? Yes, your majesty, we certainly did, they replied. Look, Nebuchadnezzar shouted, I see four men unbound walking around in the fire unharmed, and the fourth looks like a god. Come on. These guys are in the fire. They are in the flames, and it turns out they weren't in there alone. Now, if there's ever been a bad, I've been in some bad spots. I've never been in a spot that bad. I've never had anybody tie me up hand and foot and throw me in to the fire. But even if I was thrown into the fire, praise God, Jesus is still with me. And so three men are thrown in and four men appear in the fire. And the fourth looks like a God. Then Nebuchadnezzar came as close as he could to the door of the flaming furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, Come out, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stepped out of the fire. Man, can you imagine? Wouldn't that just feel good right there? I mean, that would just be like, I would step out with a little bit of style. I'd step out and say, you didn't get me. (laughs) You tried your best. You're going to have to try again. It wasn't enough. Amen. And so they step out of the fire. Then the high officers, officials, governors, and advisors crowded around them and saw that the fire had not touched them. Not a hair on their heads was singed and their clothing was not scorched. They didn't even smell like smoke. I love this story because you know who that fourth man was. That was the pre-incarnate Jesus Christ himself. And we look all throughout the Old Testament, even though Jesus wasn't born of the Virgin Mary until the New Testament, Jesus all throughout the Old Testament, you see him showing up in situations. And this was one of those where this fourth man, this was Jesus himself in the fire with these guys. So what am I saying? They weren't afraid because they knew they weren't going to be in the fire alone. They knew that they were going to have God Almighty backing them up. And then, of course, they knew they were going to win this fight. And I've got good tidings for you today. I've got really good news for you today. You are going to win if you'll do things Jesus' way. Guaranteed, you're going to win. There's nothing too big, nothing too strong, nothing too nasty in this world that can take you out if you're doing things God's way. I'm going to just quote one more verse. I'll have them put it on the screen, I think. Isaiah 43, 2, it says, When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. And what do I love about Jesus? I see all these religions of the world that they're walking through fire to try to get to their God. They're cutting themselves and sacrificing themselves, trying to get to their God. But my God walked through the fire to get to me. My God sacrificed his body to get to me. That's Jesus right there. Amen. That's good news. You are going to win if you'll do things his way. Can we give the Lord some praise together today? Amen. Let's stand up. Let's stand up together. Hallelujah. I love Jesus, and I can't wait to look the next few weeks at some more good tidings, some more good news of great joy. 
because of what Jesus did for us. Hallelujah. Well, I'm going to have our prayer team come on up together today. Praise the Lord. And hey, if you're here and, and you need some prayer, maybe you're going through the fire. Maybe you're going through uh, rivers of difficulty. Whatever it is, we are here to pray for you and help you. Praise God. But the biggest thing of all is this. The number one thing is this. You have to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And there's so many people. It's not enough to just say, yeah, I believe in Jesus. That's good. That's a first step. But simply just believing in Jesus and acknowledging that he was a real person, that's not enough. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says that you've got to believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and that God raised him from the dead. And then you'll be saved. It's not enough to just acknowledge his existence. You've got to believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. Well, I do that, but I don't want no one to know about it. Hey, if you're ashamed of him right here, he said, I'll be ashamed of you before my father in heaven. But if you'll acknowledge me in front of men on earth, I will acknowledge you before my father in heaven. There's got to be a point in time where you don't care about your pride anymore. You don't care about how you look. There's got to be a point in time in your life when you say, you know what, forget all that. I'm receiving Jesus, I'm accepting him, and I'm believing in him, and I'm going to live for him. And so my challenge today is this, is if you need prayer for anything, whatever it is, come on up. But if you're here and you have never confessed Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you need to do that today. You need to do it right now. Behold, today is the day of salvation. And so today is your day. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, Josh is going to lead us in a worship song. And if you need prayer, come on up. We're here to pray for you. I put my faith in Jesus, my anchor to the ground, my hope and firm foundation, he'll never let me down, I put my faith in Jesus, my to the ground my hope and firm foundation he'll never let me down I put my faith in Jesus my anchor to the ground my hope and firm foundation He'll never let me down. No, he'll never let me down. Great is your faithfulness to me. Great is your faithfulness. Unto the setting, same I will praise your name. Great is your faithfulness to me. Great is your faithfulness. 
is your faithfulness to me from the rising sun to the setting sand Amen. Amen. Well, we've got some ministry going on up here still, so we'll be wherever of that. But I trust everybody was blessed today and received the word of God for your life. And there is good news for you. Amen. You're a child of God. The good by far outweighs the bad. And you are going to win if you'll do things Jesus way. You've got no other option. Amen. So praise God. We want to remind you uh, tonight at six o'clock is the Christmas came early party. So everybody's invited. We're going to have a great big Christmas party. It's a wonderful time. Uh, every, every family, you bring a dozen cookies to share with everyone else. And if you want to be a part of the gift exchange, you can do that. Remember, it's a $1 gift for the kids age 12 and under and a $5 limit uh, for 13 and up for the adult category. But it is going to be a great time. Um, there's no war. Warfare prayer, so if you're on the prayer team, uh, no warfare prayer tonight, but there is Tuesday morning. My mom gave me a whole list of stuff she wanted me to say here, right? And then also, uh, women, for the women's meeting, you can uh, grab your tickets or sign up back there at the back. Amen? All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and close out in prayer, and then we're going to speak some blessings over Barstow. Amen? Hallelujah. Let's raise our hands today. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, for what we've seen in your word today. Jesus, thank you for being born. Thank you for coming into this nasty world and leaving all the riches and all the beauty of heaven to come down here and become one of us so you could save us. We thank you, Jesus, for all that you are. Lord, use us this week to share your love and to be the light of the world to Barstow and Fort Irwin and Victorville and the Marine Base and the Railroad and anywhere else that we go this week. We are taking you with us because we're never alone and we're going to share your love and be your light. We thank you for it. In the name of Jesus, can somebody say amen today? Amen. Well, let's speak these words of faith together. We declare that Barstow is a blessed city. Our families are blessed. Our schools are blessed. Our churches are blessed. Barstow is healed. Barstow is prospering. Barstow is safe. Barstow is strong. Barstow is surrounded by the walls of God's salvation. Barstow is full of love, joy, and peace. Barstow is full of the glory of God. Barstow is coming to Jesus. Barstow is saved in Jesus' name. Amen. See you tonight.